Welcome to the Downey Livewire, a podcast by the Downey Patriot and sponsored by Liberty. Our guest today is Downey Mayor Blanca Pacheco. Mayor Pacheco is a longtime resident of Downey, attending East Middle School and Downey High. She was elected to the City Council in 2016 and in 2019 became the first Latina mayor in City of Downey history. She is currently in her second term as Downey Mayor and is also running for State Assembly. Welcome, Mayor, to the podcast. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here. Mayor, the first question I'd like to ask our guest is, how did you find yourself in Downey? So that's it's a really good question uh, because I was in, actually born in L.A. County. I was born in Santa Barbara County in a city called Lompoc. And my mom grew up in Santa Barbara. And the reason why we ended up in LA is because my mom, my mom wanted to pursue a career in nursing. And there wasn't any good nursing programs in Santa Barbara. And so we came to LA County uh, so she could attend nursing school at uh, East LA Community College. And we moved around a lot. Um, my parents were really young at, at the time. And so we lived uh, with different aunts and uncles in East LA and Boyle Heights. My mom eventually uh, was able to get a job at LAC USC Medical Center, which is General Hospital. Uh, but we moved around from East LA, Boyle Heights, Huntington Park, Cudahy, which is where I went to elementary school, and Southgate. And then one day my dad said, oh, I'm working for Downey Unified School District. And when I first heard Downey, I thought, a fabric softener? Why am I going to a city named after a fabric softener? And so um, I, my parents talked about getting me into really good schools. And because my dad was a, a bus driver here, uh, they, um, they enrolled me over at East Middle School. And so I came to Downey in the seventh grade. And I graduated from East Middle School, went on to Downey High School, and I graduated from there. But uh, I still remember my first time in Downey thinking, wow, this is really nice. This is such a nice uh, community. Uh, really clean and everybody was was really nice so it was it was nice mm -hmm. coming to Downey so even back then you recognize that Downey was a step-up community it seems like right it was and my parents always wanted to buy their home and so when they were able to purchase a home they bought a home in Downey mm -hmm. so we were one of those people that moved from Southgate Huntington Park to to Downey I do want to point out your mom, uh, Mariana, she's the nursing director at Downey Adult School. Is that correct? She is. And she's also on the Cerritos College uh, Board of Trustees. So it seems like education has always been very important to her. It's always been very important. So much so that uh, when, we, uh, when she came to East LA uh, Community College, she always knew she wanted to continue with her education. So even though she had to go to school part-time and work full-time and take care of me, of course, uh, she still went on to uh, Cal State LA. And um, interesting enough, she got her uh, master's the same year I got my bachelor's from UCLA. So we had two graduations that year. But that's, that's how motivated and dedicated she was about going to school. So I always knew that education was something important in my family. They always stressed it a lot. When you were younger, did you envision being a politician? Never. <laughs> so uh, when I was in high school, well actually when I was younger, 
I thought, I want to be an actress. And then I seen To Kill a Mockingbird. And I thought, I want to be an acting in the courtroom. It just seems so intriguing and, and it's such a great movie. So I decided at a young age to, um, to become a, a, an attorney and be an advocate for people and help people. Uh, so I went to, hence why I went to law school. And I always thought my career pathway was gonna be from attorney to eventually one day become a judge. Uh, but then uh, I blame it all on Kiwanis. I say that because I got involved with our Kiwanis Club of Downey and I eventually became president. And a lot of people started asking me to run for office, like you should run for office, for city council. And I always thought I couldn't do it. I wasn't good enough, I wasn't polished enough. But um, I did it in 2016 after numerous people on the city council uh, have encouraged me uh, to run for, for office. And so I, I did it and I won in 2016 and 2020. But it, it is, as you know, it's a lot of work. It's a mm -hmm. lot of work. Mm -hmm. What was the, pro in 2016, what was it like running for city council? Because you were brand new to politics. It was a brand new experience. Did you enjoy campaigning or did you do it more out of obligation? What I enjoyed about the campaigning was talking to residents. Uh, I enjoyed uh, the positive interactions and with it, which I had with a lot of residents in my district. Uh, what I did not enjoy was the the attacks. Um, it, it felt like every time towards the end, um, towards the election date, uh, I felt like every time I got home there was a different hit piece um, being done. Uh, and some of them were absurd uh, from um, being single and not being married, uh, not having a family. They, they were spreading lies that I didn't live in my home, that I still lived in my parents' home, that I was putting drunk drivers out in the street. Uh, and in reality, the bulk of my work was trust work, trust mm -hmm. and, and probate. Uh, so that was, that was the toughest part, um, the attacks. Um, and it, it is a lot of work because it's time consuming. So they couldn't find anything uh, on the record to attack you on, so they end up making things up to yeah. attack you personally. Did you Have you ever had any regrets serving on the city council? I haven't. No, no I do enjoy uh, serving. I enjoy helping residents, and when I'm able to help them, a lot of them thank me. So the difference between 2016 and 2020 is I had people honking their horns when they would see me and they, were, they would thank me for, for running for office, even though it can be stressful at times. And 2020 was a stressful year. Uh, we dealt with a lot. It was the onset of, co of uh, COVID. We didn't know what was, what was gonna happen. We were told three weeks uh, that we were gonna have a shutdown. And all of a sudden it turned into, what, two years? And we're still dealing with COVID, so it's, it was something new, and because it was new, it was very stressful. And then you had civil unrest thrown in. It just felt like every couple of months, something new was thrown into, into the mix, and it was a new level of stress. And then mm -hmm. I had protests, and, and that was something not seen in our city, uh, but it seemed like there was a group of people that felt the need to protest in front of our homes um, and it affected our neighbors. And I felt bad for my neighbors, but yet my neighbors felt bad for me. Mm -hmm. 
so going back to 2020, there was a lot going on with, with COVID and, and the civil unrest. Are you glad that you were mayor during the time? I mean, considering the stress that, that you were under, was it something that you you appreciated being in that position to lead the city? What was that like? Um, I'm not going to lie, it was very stressful, uh, but, um, but I'm happy that I was able to lead our city and get through it. Um, I tend to not overly stress, so I was able to like constantly talk to staff, city manager, to make sure that they were okay, they were at peace. Uh, I always brought a sense of tranquility to uh, City Hall uh, because I thought that was important. Um, because it was important for me not to, for the city not to see a stressed leader, for me just to help us navigate through it, uh, but making sure that the residents were informed making the residents uh, know that I care and making sure that the residents um, knew that they had somebody to reach out to. So for a couple of weeks, I was answering calls. I was constantly at City Hall, uh, talking to residents, giving them as much information as I possibly could. That's when we first started doing the mayor's videos just to get more information out there. Uh, but um, I was, it was stressful, but I was, I was, I'm glad I was able to be mayor during during that year. Mm -hmm. I do remember the mayor videos, and I remember the sheer volume of them. There's so many of them. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how many you did? That I don't remember. It, was a lot it almost of them. felt like I was doing one uh, every month, mm -hmm. and uh, I even had a, a guest appearance by Mr. Belvedere, my my little miniature schnauzer. Uh, so it was it was a lot of fun. I wanted to um, make them educational, but also add in a little little bit of humor because we all needed to laugh mm -hmm. during that year we needed every once in a while to just laugh a little absolutely so let's back up a little bit 2019 mm -hmm. December 2019 you became mayor you became Downey's first Latina mayor what did that mean to you uh, so that was uh, that meant a lot to me and I remember during my speech um, I pointed it out to our youth that was there uh, not because I wanted to be a proud moment, which it was, but I wanted to be like uh, to prove a point for our youth that um, that they could they could do whatever they want to do, and I wanted there to be a day when we didn't have to say we were at first at anything. Uh, I want a day where we have a president in the White House, uh, and it's uh, Latina or or female. Uh, but eventually, I'm hoping that we start we stop saying we're the first at anything. Very well said. So jumping ahead now to to current times, 2022, uh, you're the mayor again. Can you talk a little bit about what you have planned uh, as mayor? We're still in COVID, mm -hmm. uh, but it seems like that's not stopping you. It's not stopping the city from moving from moving forward. Uh, what are some of your goals for mayor? So we're, we're in the city, we're going to see a vast number of street repavement projects. Uh, we were able to get a bond, and so within the next three years, we're going to do quite a number of street repavements. Uh, my focus has always been on youth, uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun activities. Uh, we're also going to bring back our Girls on Fire uh, workshop, and I have been talking to a couple of celebrities, and I'm just trying to get some strong females uh, out to our um, our Girls on Fire workshop. Uh, as soon as I get them, I'll be able to announce them more, but at least we have our dates. 
the dates for the Girls on Fire workshop will be in July. It will be July, get to the dates right now, July 25th, 26th, and 27th. And it will be open for our middle school and high school girls. It was a huge success in 2019. Uh, so we're going to bring that back uh, and continue providing uh, information to the residents with um, the uh, mayor's videos. Um, uh, my continued collaboration with um, SIACA mm -hmm. uh, for uh, pet adoptions uh, because, you know, as a dog owner, it's important for, us, for me um, to make sure that the community is educated as to how they can also adopt a pet. Mm -hmm. uh, my brother also has a pet, uh, which he adopted as well, and so it's, it really improves the quality of life by having a pet. It, it could be a dog or a cat. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it just improves the quality of life uh, by having an animal at home. Uh, so it's going to be an exciting year, um, and I'm looking forward to it. And I, I mm -hmm. have did put out a mayor's um, column a cor um, that mm -hmm. we just put out. And in that, um, that column, we, I outlined everything that we will have going on, uh, which I don't know if you, I'm sure you've read it, mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it has There's a lot going on. Quite a lot of information. And mm -hmm. I'll continue to put out information like that. Good. What do you think is the biggest issue facing Downey today? The biggest issue uh, facing our city, um, well, we're continuing to move forward, um, but there is, um, there is a lot going on in our city, uh, which many of the residents know of. There's, recall, there's a recall effort, mm -hmm. uh, and there's a lot of like moving pieces, given that um, council member uh, Sean, Ash Sean Ash I'm sorry, Mayor Pro Tem Sean Ashton will be termed out mm -hmm. this year, so we'll have a new council member. Um, and then Claudia is running for her re-election. Mm -hmm. So there's just a lot going on this year. Uh, and we just have to see how, how we, we go get through it. But um, the other issue is COVID. We're still trying to get through COVID. Uh, we still make, need to make sure that we have resources. Um, Biden um, passed an infrastructure um, um, bill uh, to provide grants and funding to our cities to improve uh, water infrastructure, uh, roads, um, and also broadband. Uh, so I did provide our city manager with a lot of information regarding grants and funding opportunities for our city. So I think it's a matter of reaching out and getting that. So it's a lot of exciting mm -hmm. moving pieces. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's, there's issues, but I think we're all dealing with it. It's not something that's unique and downy. It's uh, something um, that every city is dealing with. Um, but what I think is, is very important for, for voters to know the, um, in Downey is they have to make sure that they, they know what, who they're voting for and what they're voting for. I think education is important mm -hmm. as we move forward. Absolutely. Looking back on our six years on the city council, is there something that you're most proud of? I am probably most proud of um, the Girls on Fire workshop. Uh, the first time we held it, it was a uh, three-day, half-day workshop. We had over 100 girls participate, uh, and they, they all really enjoyed it. We had different fun activities set up, uh, different speakers, um, but just talking to the girls and sharing my story and, and telling them about my pathway to where I'm at and 
encourage them, encouraging them that it's okay to be different. I remember having that conversation with a, a group of girls that it's okay to be different. I was different in high school. I was more of a nerd, and I didn't think I was popular or pretty enough. Uh, I was really, really thin and a tall one. Um, so the boys always thought I was a little too tall. Um, but I told them it's okay to be different. It really is um, because then we grow up and that being different make, makes them stand out. Absolutely. And now we have our first Latina mayor and uh, a few weeks ago, Downey saw its first uh, female police chief yeah. in Leslie Murray. So that was pretty, uh, you were there to swearing in. I you, was. How, how was it? It was so touching. Uh, just seeing our first uh, female chief uh, in Downey history get sworn in was just amazing. And I have to say, I was really proud of her because she's also a Downey High School graduate. And she didn't mention it um, in her swearing in, but she was inducted into the Downey High School Hall of Fame. As you were. As I was, yes. Mm -hmm. So same year. But she's amazing. I know she will do a great job. Um, she's passionate. She's a strong individual. Uh, and she's got strong ethics, and that's what we need in a police chief to lead our organization because we have a fine police department in our city, and we're really, really fortunate to have a great police department. Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes Downey a great city, having our own police and our own fire departments. Absolutely. So looking ahead, uh, you recently announced that you are running for state assembly. Mm -hmm. How did you come to that decision? What went into that decision? Can you talk about that? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so when I again, I was encouraged to to run. Uh, everything always happens to me when I'm encouraged to run. Uh, but it, it, like I ran in 2016, it it's always a decision I make with my family. So I remember uh, during the the Christmas holidays, um, I went to my parents' house and. I, um, I told them, you know, what they thought about the idea of me running for assembly. And they really, they were like, okay, we're on board. We're 100% we're behind you. We'll do this. Um, and uh, I talked to my brother, and he was also on board as well. And uh, I talked to my council and my council colleagues and uh, supervisor, uh, Han, uh, and they were just ecstatic. Uh, they were like one of my biggest supporters. Supervisor Han was one of my biggest supporters from the very beginning. And so I was really fortunate to have had her, her endorsement be my first endorsement. Um, and I, that's why I made the decision to, to do it because now I can help Downey not just on the local level. I can now help Downey along with all the other cities within the 64th district on a state level, creating legislation to, to help the, the residents that are as diverse from Dallin Cudahy to all the way to La Habra, which is in Orange County. Uh, and so uh, I think I'm the best suited to do this because um, I listen to, to everybody. Um, I always make my decisions based on um, just getting input from the community. And that's what I promise elected officials. I need input because every city is diverse. Every city is different. There is no one size fits all. You're absolutely right. And and you mentioned how diverse this new district is from from Bell and Bell Gardens all the way 
uh, east to to La Habra mm-hmm. and and La Mirada. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to be the biggest uh, issue facing the district, or, or is there a single issue facing the district because these cities are so diverse and so different? Mm-hmm. What What do you think is going to be some of the biggest issues, or how can you help? Do you think the, the district? So uh, the reason why I'm running, and that will answer the question, uh, is because we need to get make sure our cities, like all these cities, get the resources that they need. Uh, resources don't just include COVID. Um, so we need, co- you know, COVID resources and funding. Uh, for a while, it was testing, making sure that our cities had sufficient testing because there was a lack of testing uh, sites. Uh, making sure that we have legislation that will protect working class families. Make sure that we have affordable housing uh, because the argument has been we don't have any housing. Uh, there's a lack of housing. There's a crisis of, of lack of housing. But it's not a lack of housing. Uh, it's a affordability. Uh, we all dream of the day that we can own our home. My parents always dreamt of owning a home. Uh, they worked hard. They worked multiple jobs. A lot of people don't know this, but when I was a kid, um, my dad worked as a school bus driver. My mom was a nurse. On Saturdays, we would do landscaping. Uh, so I would help my parents with that. And then we did karate um, over in Huntington Park. And we would do that Monday through, th- through Thursday evenings. And so we were always working. And it still took, me, took us up till I was 21 for us to buy our home. But now, our youth, they can't buy a home. Uh, my brother still lives at home. Uh, because you know he can't buy a home just yet he's saving up but it's in certain affordability crisis so we need to be able to make some affordable homes uh, for for you know our young people absolutely Uh, one final question before we wrap up Uh, mayor do you have any mentors either personal business or, or political. I've noticed a lot of people in, in Downey, some of our civic leaders tend to have mentors, people who help them along the way. Do you have any mentors? So along my journey, um, I've had several mentors uh, from high school. I remember having some great uh, instructors uh, like government and poli-sci. Uh, I remember I, at UCLA, I used to have an instructor that would, there was a poli-sci instructor and he, political science, and he used to sing to us Bob Marley songs. Uh, but uh, as I got into the political arena, uh, one of the first uh, individuals that encouraged me to run was the assembly member, uh, Christina Garcia. Uh, she encouraged me to run and she guided me through the process of my 2016 election and 2020. Uh, and then I developed a really good relationship with the supervisor, Janice Hahn, who I consider a really dear friend and she's encouraged me to run this time, and she's been a tremendous support. Uh, so they've been really good, strong females that I've looked up to. Uh, but the one that I would say is like my true hero, my true role model is my mother. I always strive to be just like my mother because growing up, I see how I seen how dedicated she was with, you know, going to school and working. She would take me to um, college with her uh, when I was a kid and she would take me to the hospital because there was nobody there to take care of me and the way she was able to juggle everything her dedication to school her her commitment to helping others um, is something that I learned from her 
And so I always say I want to be like her because she's just got a heart of gold. Mm -hmm. uh, so that I would say that's really my, my true role model. I know it sounds very cliche, um, but you've met my mom and she's just an amazing person. She's wonderful and actually she uh, she needs to be on the podcast she soon. She does. She would be great. She would be and then she could talk about the vaccine clinics she's doing with her, her students over at Downey Adult School, her experience on being on the Cerritos College Board of Trustee, mm -hmm. uh, which is exciting because she won in 2020. So I was very, very happy for her. That's great. Uh, Mayor Pacheco, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you. Uh, do you have any outgoing message before we wrap up? Uh, sure. So I just want to say how exciting this was, this opportunity that I got to uh, speak to Downey residents. Uh, and just, I just want the residents to know that it's truly an honor. It's truly been a pleasure being able to serve in the capacity as, as a council member, as mayor. Uh, and I always um, tell residents, and even my own clients that come see me, I always tell them that I will always have an open door policy. I always want to hear about concerns and see how I can I can help make things better. Uh, I I said um, during my swearing in uh, speech, it's we have to work together. We all really have to work together. Uh, there's been too much fighting and going on in politics, but. You don't solve problems by fighting each other. You can only solve a problem by getting together and having dialogue. So I promise our residents I will continue to be there and having dialogue. Thank you, Mayor, so much. Thank you.